Hello and welcome to another edition of Lockdown Movies, the Screen Brum podcast where we're trying to find things to do during lockdown, things to read, things to say, but mainly things to watch. And we have a series of guests who are helping us with their recommendations, the things that are helping them during this strange time. My guest today is Darren Gaskell, who is a writer and reviewer of specifically horror films. Is that right, Darren? That's right. Yes. Thanks for having me here. Yes. Uh, I review horror films for a couple of websites, uh, The Horrorcist and Love Horror. So you can find me on there. You're locked down like the rest of us, Darren. How are you How are you coping? Um, pretty well, uh, thanks, yeah. I mean, you'd probably be expecting me to be sitting here in the dark and watching loads and loads of horror films through the pandemic. Uh, uh, it's it's mostly the case, that's true, But uh, but because I'm, I'm getting through quite a lot of screeners still at the moment, so I've got some reviews lined up. But also, even guys like me who review horror films for, well, a sideline, uh, will need to get away from all the scares at some point. Do you think your appetite for for horror has changed since the since the pandemic? Probably not, actually, because I'm kind of fairly well steeped in horror. So a lot of the horror stuff, weirdly, the stuff I'm getting at the moment seems to be people trapped in places. Now I think that's probably just um, how the films have landed and I think they were made sort of one, two years ago. But it does seem at the moment that the screeners all seem to be people trapped in places who, who want to get out. I mean, I think that's quite a, a, a trope of horror anyway, but there does seem to be quite a lot of stuff out there at the moment that's like that. Are you able to, to manage it? Can you cope watching that? Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things about horror is that it can be oddly comforting because you're experiencing all of these horrendous situations, but you're doing it at a safe distance, you're living it vicariously through the characters on the screen. And at the end of it all, generally, you come out of the other side with them having survived the ordeal. And it can be quite cathartic. What, what have you been watching, Darren? What's been helping you out? Um, well, certainly, you'd, as you'd expect, some horror movies, but also some non-horror. For me, uh, the go-to one, of above everything else, is George Romero's uh, original Dawn of the Dead. Now, that might seem a slightly odd choice because it's about four people who are trapped in a shopping mall um, and initially think it's great because everything's there. Toilet roll, toilet roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's slowly driving them insane. As they go along. But despite the kind of, well, I mean, not that it's particularly prescient now about rampant consumerism. I mean, obviously not at all. But uh, it's done in a very lighthearted way. It doesn't hammer you over the head with the satire. And you can see how much fun they had making it. It's just a huge comic book romp. Anything else that's, uh, that's helping you out? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of ones that are slightly less horrific. Um, there's a, a movie on Netflix at the moment called Extraordinary, and it's an Irish comedy horror film, uh, which I saw described uh, at some point as Father Ted meets The Exorcist. <laughs> um, now, that doesn't quite sum up how good it is, but it's a good reference point. Um, and to anybody who's a bit squeamish about horror, then this is fine because the comedy massively outweighs the horror. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much about it because I think people should go and watch it. Um, I saw it at Celluloid Screams, the Sheffield Horror Festival last year, um, and I was just laughing 
most of the way through it. The the one bit I will say that always gets me, and I, it got me recently. There's a sequence with a possessed wheelie bin, um, <laughs> and it just I'm I'm trying not to laugh about it, thinking about it now, but it's it's really worth it's a, it's one of those things where I knew nothing about it going into it, um, watched it at the festival, and absolutely loved it. And I think for anybody who's kind of more of a casual horror fan, um, that would really work well because you'll you won't be cowering behind the sofa you'll be laughing through most of it oddly sweet as well it is yeah yeah i mean it's got a very it's got a very good heart i find that there are some horror films that even though i can take all the mean spiritedness there are some where you get to the end of it and you think yeah that was a little bit too mean there's not there's not a mean bone running through extraordinary's body at all it's just a, it's it's weird to call a horror movie a lovely film but it is in many ways there's another one, uh, Night of the Comet. Uh, this is an old, this is like a mid-80s movie. And again, it's kind of post-apocalyptic, so you would kind of think, yeah, maybe not. But it's done very, very tongue-in-cheek. It's about two teenage girls that realise that they're some of the only people left on the planet and it's up to them to save humanity. It's really smart. It's very funny. Um, it's It's got a knowing wink going through most of it. Um, and the two performances from the lead actresses, uh, Catherine Mary Stewart and Kelly Maroney, they're absolutely spot on. I've got no idea how these two actresses didn't go on to much bigger and better things because they're absolutely brilliant in this. So what else are you watching, Darren? Right, for the non-horror stuff, just so that you know, people kind of can sort of get some things that don't have people running around screaming and getting chopped up. For, for the terrified, easily scared like me, yeah. There's, not, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. We horror people are a hardy bunch, but we completely understand why people wouldn't want to watch them. Certainly something that I've watched, probably more than anything, even horror films, um, is uh, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, which probably seems quite odd for a guy that is really into hard-driving horror, but it's... It's just a massive, warm hug of a movie. Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudra are brilliant in it. Um, it's just it's just a really nice, funny movie about outsiders who find their place in life. Also, a bit of a shout-out to uh, Janine Garofalo in this one. She plays a supporting character called Heather Mooney. And to be perfectly honest, in quite a lot of ways, I am Heather Mooney. So I felt seen with this one. So <laughs> thanks, Janine. In addition to this, again, something that probably isn't on many horror fans lists uh when harry met sally it's a classic i mean there's something really reassuring about when harry met sally because you're pretty sure where it's going to go at the end of it but nora efron's screenplay is brilliant it's so hilarious the cast's great i mean you're going to point to billy crystal and meg ryan in the leads but the support's brilliant i mean carrie fisher's excellent bruno kirby rob reiner so absolutely fantastic movie it's the sort of thing i will put on if i'm feeling a bit down um it just uh, puts a massive smile on my face i'm learning a lot here about the the inner softy behind every horror fan that's true actually i mean if you go to horror festivals you would think it's like full of people who are kind of doomy and sort of and a a very much into the dark side of life it's kind of true but i mean i think it's because we get go to these places and experience all this terrible stuff that it's out of our system and like the rest of the time we can be really really nice people my my feeling is that the the nicest people i've ever met have either been horror film makers or horror film fans which might not be obvious if you kind of saw us in a group but uh, but it's true well i'm very glad to hear it so you've basically been training for a pandemic pretty much <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I mean, so zombie apocalypses and sort of, you know, end of the world, it's kind of, it's staple fare for horror. But, you know, this has happened and I guess, I'm guessing a lot of horror fans are thinking, oh, you know what, it's fine. Well, that's a good attitude, I guess. Uh, so is there anything else you'd like to, to recommend for our listeners, Darren? There is one. Um, it's slightly more obscure and I'm not sure it's on the streaming platforms, but I would stress that people should go and find this one out. It's a comic book movie from the 60s called uh, Danger Diabolic. It's a Mario Bava movie, um, and it's about a supervillain, not a superhero this time. And it's got John Philip Law as the supervillain, Diabolic, and it's got Marissa Mel as his sidekick, Eva, um, who's very glamorous, and they pull off daring heists together. All the time, they're trying to stay one step ahead of the cops and a load of uh, Italian mobsters who are in pursuit of him. It's the closest thing to one of the European comic books you're going to get. It's It looks absolutely amazing. The 60s style is brilliant. It's a massive amount of fun. Um, we are coming to the end of this uh, Screen Brum podcast. Is there anything else you would like to add? Anything else you'd like to uh, recommend to people or to uh, suggest to help people through lockdown? Uh, in terms of television, a um, couple of series. If you've got Prime, and I think probably a lot of people have recommended this previously as well, Parks and Recreation is mm. just it's lovely and it's funny. If you've got Netflix, I would recommend uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think the first six seasons of that are on there now. It's a cop show, but it's not really a cop show. It's more to do with the characters and it's extremely funny. Uh, the, the ensemble cast is great. And I think if you've got Sky Atlantic, I mean, it's something that I've loved since the first episode. Um, I'd always recommend The West Wing because it's really cleverly written and you kind of, it's the sort of, um, program where you would watch it and just think I wish I could write like that. Lots of things where people are essentially nice Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's to balance out all the horrible stuff I have to watch on screeners <laughs> uh, Thanks a lot Darren. Uh, is there anything else you want to, to say? Just uh, thank you for having me on. Um, if anybody wants to check out the Horror Sister or the Love Horror website, you'll find my reviews on there Darren, thank you very much Thank you